0: a podcast about the winter olympics for the rest of us unlike other sports ball podcasts we talk about sports without assuming that all of you out there in listener land know everything there is to know about thinking time and the hog line (laughs) i'm rachel and today we have saved the best for last Uh, finally uh rebecca is going to induct us into the mysteries of uh, this most obscure of sports for uh uh People from the United States. Sorry, my brain <laughs> it just stopped. the track there. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say North Americans, but that's obviously but bullshit Canadians because do
1: lots of curling. yeah
0: Canada. is where this uh, comes from. So please, Rebecca, tell us about this sport that I know basically nothing about. I will <laughs> I actually feel?
2: Obviously, I have learned what I know about curling from watching the Olympics and reading about it online. So I'm not actually an expert. But I feel like an expert. Like, I feel like that kind <laughs> well, of expert counts. you become on a sport during the Winter Olympics.
1: Right? Nice. Yeah. Nice.
2: There's, like, yeah. that's a very specific kind of expert that I think we all become when we watch these sports.
1: Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
2: Yeah. So, all right. So, we have some um, equipment and terminology to go over first, because that, to me, has been one of the hardest things to understand. Like, when I'm watching and they are saying words... That I recognize as English <laughs> words, but I don't know what they mean this in is these a contexts. This is noun. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Or is it? <laughs> um, okay, so the stones are the big gray things that they slide along the ice.
1: The literal it, rocks.
2: Exactly. Yes. It's called a stone. It is made of granite. Um, in international competition like this, each team is assigned a color, either yellow or red, Um, And that's your color for that for that round. And that's how you differentiate your stone from the other teams. The stones weigh about 20 kilograms each, which is about 45 pounds, which is Mm -hmm. heavier than I thought they were going to be.
1: Yeah, Um, I would have guessed more like 20 or 30.
2: Exactly. I would have guessed 15 or 20. Yeah.
0: Really? I would have guessed more. Big old stone.
2: Um, Well, we would have won in Price is Right rules. Um, Don't go over the the little broom they they use is called a brush, um, and each curler has their own. Um, They also have special shoes, and for as many times as I've watched curling, I didn't really notice this until I watched it this morning. But there's um, one sole is very grippy, and one sole is very slidey so interesting each you know one shoe one sole like one cleat and one bowling shoe yes (laughs) yes Nice. they they have a little rubber removable sole that they put on one shoe so that grips the ice and the other one is just like sleepy slidey completely flat
1: so that actually makes a ton of sense right it does yeah. But why did I never? So you can control your motions a lot right. better. Right. Like, but then, I mean, the sometimes
0: foot. you got to shuffle with the slippy shoe, and that's got to be. Yeah, but scary. you can
1: push off with the. You push off with the grippy shoe. shoe. So, like, you can. It's like sliding. Yeah. It's like a controlled glide. Yeah. But that's. It's like roller skates, only one of your foot is the stopper and the other foot has the wheels.
2: Yes. It's like your bike. When one, when your right side, no. Um, okay, so then we have some, some vocabulary. The ice surface, like the lane that they play in, is called a sheet. Mm. On okay. the sheet, there are two targets, one on either end. The target is called the house. The center of the target is called the button. And you're basically, you're always aiming for the button.
1: This is like Mad Libs. It is. It, yeah.
2: But this is why, like, this is why I understand what those words mean in English. I know what a sheet is and yeah. a house is, but right. talk about, it. yeah. So the starting point is called the hack. So there's a little starting block, almost like what you see in track and field, that they use the grippy soul to push off of. And the slidey sole is flat and that's what they use to like push the, push themselves and the stone, Mm -hmm. um, on the, on the sheet. Right. So all of the, so everything is mirrored on the ice. Well, not mirrors, like not, not that kind of mirrored, but both sides of the ice have the same lines and the same, Mm. um, house. So, Mm -hmm. um, you start at the hack, but there's a hack on either end. Um, and that's partly because you, like, you switch directions between rounds. Um, and so there's the, the hog line, which Rachel mentioned in the intro, that's the point at which you must release the stone. So you cannot pass the hog line. 20
1: to 30 feral hogs come (laughs) into your eyes. (laughs) That would be amazing.
0: Um... (laughs) But they're only twenty thirty. There's been been downsizing since last I heard. Um, But I assume it's like the the, like the fault line in bowling. Your toe goes across it, you hear a buzzer. Basically. It doesn't count.
2: Well, but they can they can cross it. They just have to let go of the stone by that point.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um and the stone must cross the hog line on the other side of the ice, otherwise um it doesn't count and it gets taken taken off the sheet. Um but as, as far as I can tell, the two hog lines are like five to eight feet apart. So I can't imagine it happens very often that the stone doesn't cross the other hog line mm. into the other end of the ice.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's the hack line where you start, the back line, which um, from your starting position is the edge of the house closest to your starting point. There's the T line, which is the line that goes straight through the button. Are you following?
0: Wait, the back is in the front of the house?
2: Well, it's, it's, it's both because it's mirrored. So, so you start in the outsides that at the mm-hmm. farthest are the, the ends of the, you know, the boards, the ends of the sheet. Then the first marker in is the hack, the hack. Yeah. The hack and the hack line. Then the next marker in at the outside most edge of the house is the back line. Then, yeah, but when
0: you're throwing the, the stone, the back line is
1: is the closest to you?
0: Yes. And closest to you?
2: Well, but I think you refer to the back line on both like it's the same thing on both ends. So you don't like when you're when you're starting your throw, it's not called a front line. It's still considered the back line, even if there's a second back line on the opposite side of the you're ice just, from you.
1: you're just going in through the back door. It's fine. Exactly. The back door is open and welcoming yes. your stone into the hog line. These are into not the house. for this.
0: No. <laughs> We're putting an enormous <laughs> amount of trust in Rebecca that she is not bullshitting us about
2: <laughs> everything. Wait, wait. Uh, Listen, I can show you the diagram. Look.
0: Oh, oh, she is sharing her screen. So She's yeah, sharing okay, her there screen. The hack sure and the is. hack line yep. in the back and it matches this too, right? Listener, listener. I'm here to tell you it doesn't make any more sense now that I'm looking nope. at the diagram.
1: But there is a thing called a courtesy line, so you know the Canadians are
0: involved. Yes, that's true.
2: Um, and from what I gather, so the courtesy line is just past the hog line. So uh, he's a polite hog. Well, <laughs> from what I gather, like it's kind of like it's not like an immediate fault if you cross the hog line with the with the stone still in hand. It's it's a little bit more. Fluffy. it's just
1: we don't want you to we'd really prefer yes. if you did not there's
2: a lot of like <laughs> honor in this sport
1: <laughs> this is such bullshit sport i love it
2: yeah um okay and so then a round of play is called an end yeah uh, rachel your face okay. is doing wonders for me just... right now <laughs>
0: so unconvinced (laughs) that you're not bullshitting me about literally all of this (laughs) um okay so
2: the sheet is 45 meters long and a maximum of five meters wide so that's just about 150 feet long and 16 and a half feet wide um and for comparison uh an ice hockey rink is 200 feet long
1: because uh, in my mind, this has always been about, like, th- the length of the curling sheet has always felt like about the width of a hockey rink. Is that about right? Um,
2: The width what? of a... Uh, No. The width of no. a NHL hockey rink is about 85 feet. So it's about twice as long
1: oh, okay, as the width okay.
2: of an NHL <laughs> rink. Okay. Yeah, so it I it's much longer than it yeah, appears.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: Um the team captain is called the skip. Um so when you talk about a a team, um you would say the team was skipped by, which is a
1: And funny do they phrase. have a hop and a jump as well? No,
2: but they have a vice skip. <laughs>
1: No, but they have a Gilligan and
2: a Marianne, so it all works out. Um, the skip usually hangs out around the house and tells people what to do. Um, and they are usually, they or they frequently throw last. They don't have to throw last, but they frequently are the, the last to launch a stone.
0: Does everybody on the team throw once? And that's the round? Uh, no. So in... Or that's the curly fry or whatever? Now you said So
2: in, in Olympic competition There are 10 ends Or 10 rounds um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: So the, the First player throws Two stones uh, There are 8 stones per team The first player throws 2 stones Then it switches to the other team Who throws 2 And then they go back and forth And you do have to rotate through your players um, So your skip usually Throws last in doubles there are only so six stones how, per team. Yeah.
1: How many players per team? Four. Four. Okay. So you would so if there are ten ends and you're doing two stones per end, then like not everybody's gonna go an equal number of times.
0: Yeah, but the teammates are no, called buckaroo. <laughs> so no, it's
2: ten ends, but eight stones per team. So everybody throws twice per end.
0: Two stones mm-hmm. per buckaroo. Oh, I'm sorry, objectively, objectively, this is no sillier than any other sport. It's not. (laughs) No, it's true. However, however. it is extremely silly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. I will
1: say the terms seem a little less related to each other and to the reality. Like, they seem a little bit more arbitrary than, you know, like, like, I gotta, in basketball, like, you have a basket and you have a ball and, like, that's what you call them,
0: you know? Yeah, but I guess the basket isn't a a basket anymore. It's a, a ring. Well, I suppose curling is
2: so called because when you release the stone, you put a spin or a curl on it. Okay. Um, so the the point of the game
1: But at what point did hogs come into this?
2: <laughs> that I can't tell you. <laughs> that I can't okay. tell you. This is what I'm saying. I, you know what? I I'm gonna say it was named after Jody Hogg. <laughs> Okay. somebody i just made up um so it's not about pigs it's about like a, it's three about a people person. with that name who
1: are suddenly like why am i yes. <laughs> and they all happen to what listen to I this
2: do? podcast <laughs> yes they are half jody Hogs are half of our listeners um so the point of the game is to get the most points so you get one point <laughs> i got that one i
0: got it i understand that that sentence thank you rebecca <laughs>
2: <laughs> this the next part should make sense also. Okay. You get okay. one point for each of your uh-huh. team's stones located in or on the house that are closer to the button than any of your opponent's stones. Okay. Okay. So so the closer so,
1: so this is almost like bocce ball.
2: I mean it's kinda of like marbles, but with ice and really okay. heavy marbles. Um <laughs> <laughs> So think <laughs> of it as it on your you get a point for each of your stones that are on the target closer to the bullseye mm-hmm. than any of your other than any of your opponent's stones.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: So you could have all seven stones in the house in the target. Mm-hmm. And if your opponent only has one stone in the target and it's on the bullseye, your opponent wins. Mm. Because okay. its stone is closer okay. to the bullseye than all of your stones. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, for some reason when you say target and bullseye, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And you say house and button, I'm like, what the hell, Rebecca? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um That might be a me problem, but
2: we'll see. I suspect it's not. Uh I mean, I read this stuff over and over and over again to like make sure I was understanding it. <laughs> um <laughs> So, in championship settings, like the like the Olympics, before the match starts, there's the curling version of a coin flip for what they call the last stone. Well, what the advantage. hell do they
0: call that, Rebecca?
2: <laughs> it's the
0: it's a chicken blaster. Like...
2: <laughs> no, it's like the last stone goal or something like that. Um, so. Um, each team delivers one stone as close to the button or the bullseye as they can get. And the team that gets closest to the button gets to go last. And there's an advantage to going last um, because you have the final opportunity to like knock your opponent out of the way. Right. Gotcha. Oh, good.
1: That's what I was going to ask. Can you knock your stones into other stones? Yes. Is it encouraged even? Yes. I mean, potentially, depending on how you do
2: it. Um. Okay. So in in ten end games, ten round games like the Olympics, teams have thirty eight minutes of thinking time, and that's a capital T thinking time. That's very specific. and that is really what it's called. <laughs> um, and you have to use it really wisely because um, if you run out of time, it's an automatic forfeit. The game is over. You lose.
0: Holy shit. Okay, so does this, this thinking time is split up between the various throws? Yes. Okay. Okay. So it's not like you got 38 minutes at the beginning to figure out what the hell you're and then doing. No. Never again. Okay. 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 Um, it's like two minutes in bocce ball. I feel like we could really speed this up a, a lot more. Well, you, you also get
2: two one minute long timeouts per game. So if you take a time out, you get a minute mm-hmm. to stand there and look at the house and the stones and the mm-hmm. the button and all of this stuff and figure out what you want to do. And it doesn't count. It doesn't cut into your thinking time. Okay. Okay. Um, games or matches, whatever you want to call them, last roughly three hours. Um with the you know, Good and God. so between the the ten ends, the ten rounds, you kind of have to use your thinking time wisely, because again, if just you run out of thinking small. time, automatic forfeit. So you will every once in a while hear people like moving each other along, saying, "We don't have a lot of time now. We got to just go."
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
2: Yeah. Um, so the player starts at the hack. They shoot the stone and when they get to the hog line they have to release the stone and when they release the stone they spin it either clockwise or counterclockwise and that spin gives them more control over where the stone rests in the end
1: mm-hmm.
2: so there are typically three types of shots there are guards which are stones that you you try to land like right at the front of the house to you know guard the house to stop your mm-hmm. opponent from like getting into the house and into the button there are draws, which are stones that you're trying to get into scoring position, and then there are takeouts, which are stones you use to get other stones out of play.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, And these are all the same size. These are that's all correct. 45 pounds. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay.
2: It's it's more about how you play it and where it lands. It's not like a different... Okay. Yeah, there's no different... It's like, not like
0: you get three guards and two correct. takeouts per right. round. There are no pieces involved. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, so then the sweeping, so something that I, something I was going to say, something I didn't know about curling, as if I knew any (laughs) of this about curling, um, something I didn't know about the ice specifically is that it is intentionally pebbled. So it is not a slick and smooth sheet of ice. It is intentionally pebbled so that there is friction. And -hmm. like, there's a whole methodology and amount of time that you have to do the pebbling and like the number of coats you have to do for proper pebbling and all this stuff, which I am not going to get into, wow. but there's a whole like pebbling backpack okay. rig that you anyway. Um, <laughs> presumably wow. if they didn't do that, it would just end up being like air hockey. Like you, you let yeah. that stone it, go and it's yeah. just
0: going to zoom. Yeah. You accidentally Zamboni it. Right. All, like, <laughs> the stone just keeps going yeah. out the door, out the, into the parking lot.
2: Um, So the sweeping, they use their brush to press down on the ice to create friction between the brush and the Mm -hmm. ice, to heat it up, to Mm -hmm. melt it a little bit, to make it smoother, um, to create a path for the stone. Um, So at that
0: point, aren't you permanently altering the surface? Yes.
1: Well. For the moment, so until the conditions change
0: again. as the round progresses. Yeah, but yeah. I I don't know that
2: it that it's that noticeable that it would like it's not gonna it's not gonna create well, it's like noticeable enough
0: that you got the the guys with the brushes.
2: Yeah, it's noticeable enough, but I don't know. Uh, yes, it's noticeable enough for like that moment because it's making it smoother, but it's not like it creates little pathways that you then can shoot into and follow the same little. Guide, sure.
0: mm-hmm.
2: but I. But you're right. It does. It does change the ice surface. Um, presumably, they re-pebble the ice between rounds, between ends. Excuse me. Yeah,
1: one would assume. Um, no,
2: use real words, Rebecca. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the brushing, sweeping can be used to change um, the speed and the trajectory of the stone. Um. Okay. So scoring. At the end, the players calculate the score, which is where, again, I think this like honesty, courtesy thing comes in. So this is why you see at the end of the, at the end of the end, you see them all kind of like (laughs) standing around the house and they start knocking stones just out of the house, right? They're actually, all the players are around there looking to see if their stone is in closer than another one right (laughs) and so in the end the the team with the most stones closest to the button get get a point frequently you only you're only getting one point per round because frequently Mm -hmm. you know you're you're only there's only one stone closer than all of the rest and you know they're all intermingled by color
1: um so is this like a subjective comparison or did they like actually get out like measuring tapes? So it appears to be relatively subjective
2: until it's hard to be subjective. So I was actually watching okay. some this morning and they brought out the micrometer that a neutral party actually brings onto the ice. Sets it up in the very center of the button, measures one of the stones, Mm -hmm. and then kind of swings it around, almost like a compass, to see Mm -hmm. if there's space or if it moves the other one to see which one's closer.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: Um, But it was interesting, you know, because it's so quiet in the curling arenas, you can hear them talking. And so, you know... Mm both teams were saying, I think it's the yellow one or whichever one. So both teams were in agreement of which one they thought was closer, but they still brought out the micrometer to do a measurement. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, so there could be, you could potentially get eight points in an end if all of your stones are in the house and none of your opponent's stones are in, but that has never happened in international competition. Um, and then at the end the most points wins. Um, and actually, again, in international competition, you a team can forfeit. So, you know, if there's only one round left and they're four points behind, the likelihood of them actually scoring four points in a round, in an end, is low, so they can forfeit. Mm-hmm. Which I thought oh, was interesting. That's,
0: interesting. that's kind of yeah. nice. How often does that happen?
2: I mean, it happened in the one that I was watching today.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, just like we got better things to do let's uh well i guess it was like they're just
2: like being realistic that they're just not going to make up they could
1: institute this in baseball too and it would not be a bad thing
2: they should institute it in a lot of sports (laughs) it's like the mercy rule but you take mercy on yourself yeah (laughs) um so in team curling there are eight stones per team um like i said the First player throws two, then you switch to the other team, they throw two back and forth in mixed doubles, which was what I was watching today. It's a pair of people instead of four on the team. Um, there are six stones per team, but every round is started with one stone pre placed in the house per team, so before you even start throwing, you get to decide where your first stone sits in the house.
1: Oh, you're yeah
2: see um. Hmm there's also something called a power play in mixed doubles that did not appear to have anything to do with penalty boxes or like people doing mean things. But I, I just, I was like at
0: capacity for the number of new words I could learn in a day. (laughs) One guy punched a guy on the other team and pulled his Jersey up over his head. Yeah. yeah. So he wanted to go in the, um, but, but I mean, I do feel like I understand it a little
2: bit more now than I did before. Um, well, that's good.
0: Yeah. That's one of and us. And
2: I, I was just going to say,
0: I hope you do, too.
2: Maybe I'll send you... Are you a visual so, learner? I'll send you my notes, and you can read them, and maybe that'll be easier. I, need
0: to, I just need to sit and, like, watch a whole thing. It's yeah. like, I've seen, you know, I'll watch long enough for them to throw it once. Yeah. You know, and then be like, okay, I have limited time on this earth.
2: <laughs> no, I'm well, not going to gonna... watch
0: it. I'm not going to spend it watching curling. Um, I, I acknowledge... This is, sport is no sillier than any other sport. And then I myself am a fan of very silly sport. Extremely silly. <laughs> so I'll try to give it a shot. I mean, honestly, I think I think some of it is or, just... Or as the curlers say, give it a kazoo. <laughs> I don't think they say that. <laughs> I, you know what? That's unfalsifiable information. How sure information. are you? I'm not sure.
2: I'm not 100% sure. I can't. I can't guarantee it. Um... But, yeah, so I hope this helps a little bit for somebody listening. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: but, I, you know, I think, I think part of the terminology is it's just we don't see curling on TV except once every four years. Mm-hmm. And so we don't yeah. have, like, mm-hmm. the time to, like, ingrain and learn these terms.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Whereas we do with the other sports that we watch. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. uh, I did tell you this was going to be a long one. <laughs> Mostly well, because there's a, a, one, a high learning curve.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. You put the thing on the thing, and then you shove it at the thing, and then hopefully it gets where you
0: want yes, it to go. Yes, you
2: put the stone on the sheet, and you aim it for the button in the house.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is I what I said. said. Yep. Somehow Nancy's made more sense to me. <laughs> All right, Rebecca. <laughs> tell the people where they can find us for more of this uh very serious sports commentary yes we are on instagram at foul Puck
2: podcast we're on twitter at foul Puck pod i am on twitter uh, on twitter at agent bex if you want to talk to me about curling or you want like your vocab list are you
1: sure you want to put
2: Absolutely. that out there uh and our website is foulpuckpodcast.net
0: all right thank you i am not going to give you my twitter handle because i do not want you to talk to me about curling <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you guys. Please talk to Rebecca about curling. Uh, she'll give me any messages, maybe. Okay, I would like to thank Joe, who has to listen to this, for doing our editing. <laughs> Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com dot com for our music. And if you enjoyed this thing,
1: go on the thing of your choice and leave us a thing there. Uh, We would much appreciate it. Also check out our other Winter Olympics mini things uh, to see if you want to learn some new vocabulary there as well.
0: All right. Thank you very much. And as the curlers say, we'll pillow you next (laughs) shoe.